You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a post show podcast as Boomer and Geo have left the building. We're still here. What's up, Al? Oh, hi there, Jerry. Um,. I put out a. Uh, tw- I just wanted to let you know what you're missing on Twitter. Nothing. The annoyingness that is Twitter. Oh, okay. Talk to me. So I, um, there's this comedian guy. I, I've been listening to his podcast. His name is Theo Vaughn. I'm aware of Theo Vaughn. I didn't really follow his stuff, but now that I am following his stuff, it's very funny. I like okay. his podcast. I like him on social media. I like him on YouTube. So I just. Wanted to let people who follow me and enjoy my work know that, hey, here's somebody else you might want to take a look at. And I am aware that – I even crafted the tweet this way, Jerry. I, I always try You're to – You're getting murdered for this tweet, aren't you? Well, just – I always try to answer the the replies I know I'm going to get within the tweet itself. Okay, fair enough. So I tweeted, I like this Theo Vaughn. Guy is hilarious and seems so genuine. I know he has hundreds of thousands of fans, but I just started following his stuff. Fair enough. First response. As always, Al, late to the party. <laughs> so I wrote back to the guy, You're, yeah, you're so ahead of everything. I literally wrote in my tweet because I know tools like you can't help yourself, and you still responded that way. <laughs> so generic. Then Pete Hoffman, who works here, responds, bro is from road rules. You should know this. I wrote back to him, nowhere in this tweet did I say I didn't know this. Get lost, everyone. Did you write get lost, everyone? No. I just said that right now. You should have wrote get lost, Pete, because he's sitting right there. Right. I'm just, I'm trying to share when I find something. I don't know. Keep it to you. I guess I got to keep everything to myself. Keep it to yourself. I'm just going to get off social media then. I thought people wanted to know. uh, No, people want to be a-holes. Everyone's like the everyone. If you don't follow or like something the second before it, it gets popular, then you are late to the party. Yeah, oh, you're so late to the party. Oh, I will tell you, I posted on Instagram Great. about the the tree company. Yeah, because I thought I had the pictures I thought were really cool. And if I would have posted it on Twitter, I would yeah. have got hate tweets. Right. Instagram's very nice. Yeah, for the most part. This was the other thing I found about Instagram. Uh oh. Um. So you're right. If you posted that on Twitter. People would have been mad at you for something. I'm sure. For cutting trees down. For cutting trees. Right. How dare you, nature's, uh, you're cutting these trees down. They've been there for hundreds of years. How dare you? If you post on Instagram, definitely nicer. But you'll still get some if you post in the regular Instagram feed. If you post it as an Instagram story, 
people can comment only to you so other people don't see it. Oh, that's so then there's no hate because if no one else is going to be able to see it, people don't write anything nasty. Well, I'm sure at some point I'll get nasty and I will start doing the story thing. I don't even yeah. know how to do that. I'll have to figure it out because uh, I don't need to deal with that other crap. But so far, it's been good. Good. So far, it's been good. Yeah, I found that for sure that Instagram is nicer. Than... And this the story thing just goes away. Is it that... goes away, yeah. And you can't see anybody's comments under it. It, they can comment to you, but only you'll see it. So it's almost like a direct message to you. Yeah, so it, when there's no audience to be a toolbox, yeah, right. people are less likely to be a toolbox. Because there's no response that they're going to get from it. Because no one else is going to see it or yep. care. I got you. Uh, then I was thinking of this, Jerry. Would you... Would you... Would you pay for the, I'm, mm, a pay-per-view? Okay. I don't know if you were ever a big... Were you a big pay-per-view buyer ever? All the Mike Tyson fights. Okay, so Mike Tyson would fight. You'd get the pay-per-view at home. And my friends would come over. Even though those those ended up being, for the most part, really fast Didn't matter. You things. had to see it. it. was Tyson. And would you split up the the cost with your friends? No. You would just foot the bill? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Wow. And you I would pay been... my parents back because I was living at their house. Yeah. Yeah, because no, those I, used to be like, but what? it wasn't two hundred fifty dollars. I think I want to say it was, sixty they, bucks. Yeah, fifty dollars. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't crazy. I mean, maybe back then fifty dollars, but it wasn't nuts. What is it now? If you want a really big thing, I honestly have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. Don't know. I was never much of a pay per view buyer. I wasn't either, except for the Tyson fights. Yeah, the only thing I ever bought. So I'm wondering, would you pay for a pay per view live concert no. if it was somebody you really wanted to see? No, you wouldn't. No, not at all. Yeah. Not a I chance. know that's a weird one, right? I was thinking about that. Like, because if I want to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers live, I can go to YouTube and put a concert on from last week. Yeah, but this would be live, live though. It doesn't matter. It's the same show. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. Hmm. No. Like, would you pay for a Springsteen one tonight? You just saw him twice. I would not. Right. But if it was, um, I, if uh, if I didn't go see him. And I had that as an option, like it was going to be live from Prudential Center that mm-hmm. night at that time. I probably would. Yeah, no, I would not. But I don't know what I would pay. That's the key. What would I pay? Have you also seen, you know, you can... Uh, Why, is that a thing now? No, I I was thinking about it, though. Like, I, I don't know if it is a thing. I'm sure it has been a thing for somebody. I don't know who. But I was thinking, like, as I have terrible experiences at concerts, because... There's other people there, and they annoy me. <laughs> I was trying to think, like, would I would I pay for a pay-per-view concert that I could enjoy, and it's live, and it's happening, and I can blast it as loud as I want, and there's no other people around me? I'll tell you what I would contemplate paying for now, because I brought this up yesterday yeah. or two days ago on the show. I don't care for the, the look of the goggles, mm-hmm. but this virtual reality looks ridiculous. So there's this... The NBA has a deal with, it's. I think, Meta. I think it might be Meta. It might not be. I forget which one it is. Oculus? Mm, yeah, it's not Oculus. It's another one where you put these things on and you literally walk right to your seat and you are sitting courtside. Richard Jefferson is one of the announcers with another announcer. And so you're watching the game live but not watching it on your TV. You sit down and with these goggles on, you have a 360 And it's a live view, event. And you're that's the game. Except you have a virtual seat to the game, but that and there's different camera angles. They're called their HD camera. Eight, yeah, eight eight HD. I don't even know what the hell they are. Eight K. Eight K. That's what yeah. they are. Something like that. And the video that I saw, I'm intrigued 
the cat and then now the device is a thousand dollars. Oh, but it's a one-time thing. Now in that case, would I spend fifty dollars to see a live concert on my couch wearing that? Yes. Putting it on the TV? No. Yeah. Not interested. So if you're more, it's a more immersive experience to actually would. feel like I'm there. The yeah. TV, I'm sorry, is not going to make me feel like I'm there. So this this uh, thing you're talking about with the NBA, yeah, they have this just for certain games. They'll they'll do it for that. I, okay, so that I'm not sure of. I'm going to try. And, and you're saying it they right have now. their own announcers, so it's not like if the game's Correct. on TNT, you're not yeah. getting the TNT. What I saw hmm. was um, Richard Jefferson. Oh, it's called Oh MetaQuest. MetaQuest. So it is Meta. Okay. Yeah. NBA virtual reality reviewing the VR broadcast on MetaQuest. So this was this is what I read six days ago, and it looks crazy. It really looks crazy. That I'd be interested in as well, like for the NFL games. They kind of kept teasing this thing in the NFL yeah. commercials mm-hmm. last year where a guy was putting on these goggles, and then he was like taking snaps, and I think maybe yes. it was for like a video game system, yeah. not not watching an actual game, but this playing in a game. This is game. Yeah. And it's With, pretty wild. And eventually those the prices for those goggles will come down. Uh, always. Right? Because yes. that's, that's the only way to make it mass appeal. Yeah, because right now it's way too much money. Yeah, too much money. So it although, is, like we've talked about, you go to go to a concert, it almost costs you a thousand dollars, hundred percent to go to get two seats to something good. Yeah, Richard Jefferson and WNBA champion Renee Montgomery were on the call, hmm. and this was for, and this is only the specific game that USA Today reviewed. Oh, okay, I don't know. If all these games are available, I'm not sure. I would I say probably not. That's because they probably don't have the technology everywhere. But they probably pick a couple games a year, maybe that yeah. they do. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. MetaQuest Pro is a thousand dollars, or you can get, get the regular MetaQuest for four hundred bucks. I don't know what the difference yeah. is. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. But I would be into that. As goofy as it looks, I'd be into it. It's funny, like how 3D televisions didn't take off. And they were affordably priced. Like you would get the the glasses that came with the TV set. I got to be honest. I had no idea there were 3D TVs. Yeah. Didn't know that. You could huh. probably get one really cheap now because no one was interested. I wasn't, didn't, wasn't aware yeah. it was a thing. But that means I'm sitting there with the glasses yeah. on my house. And that's yeah. what people weren't interested in. 3D TV. People First. weren't interested in uh, wearing the glasses in the house. That's why I wonder what the... Not as cheap as you think. No? The cheapest one I see here is $1,000. Okay. Um, I don't even know like what programming they have for it. You know, it can't just put out. You just can't make anything on your TV 3D. It yeah, has to I don't be know. a special program. So that's a very good question. Yeah, not interested. You're out. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah. I feel like I'm out for that I'm too. I'm good. Hmm. I gotta tell you, I'm a little real quick. Yeah, I re- I told you this morning, and you'll hear it in the warm up show coming up. I really want to go to the hockey game tonight, but I can't. I'm not. I can't touch the tickets for 500 bucks. You know, I get into the Net Sixers game for fifty five dollars. Where is that at? Brooklyn. Why? Why is it only fifty five? I don't know. My guess is, and the tickets in Philly were cheap too. Yeah. My guess is there's not much of an expectation that the Nets can win the series. I would love to go to that, but what a pain in the ass to go to Brooklyn. Yes. And like that, that bothers me. I would love to grab Matthew and just say, "Listen, we're going to the Net Sixers tonight." Right. Fifty five bucks each. We're in. And what's crazy is if it was in Philly, I would go. I don't want to go to Brooklyn tonight. No, no one wants to go to Brooklyn. What a pain. But it's cool if you live in Brooklyn. You're one of these uh, hipsters. Or Manhattan, it's fantastic. Yeah, you walk right down there, get yourself a game. But I don't. Yeah. So then I'm back to, I really want to go to the Devils-Rangers game, but it's too much. It's way too much money. 
what if I could strap some uh, Oculus glasses on you and you watch the Rangers game on the that. glass? I would do that. And you even you could even go to uh, the store and get like a big piece of plexiglass that you could pound on with your glasses on. <laughs> I'm not a f- pound the plexiglass type of guy, so I don't you, need that. It'll make you feel like you're at the game. No, I would just need to turn the air conditioning on to 61 degrees. Yeah. So I have that cold chill like you have in the arena for the hockey. Yeah. And then I'm ready to go. And give me a beer because I'm not working tomorrow. Give right, me a beer. that's it. You got to make it cold so it feels like you're in the arena. Yep. And I want beer in a, in a plastic 20-ounce cup. And uh, ice cream in a devil's helmet. Did you see the... the? Uh, this is really funny. So Evan and Craig were talking about stadium ice cream last week. I forget if it was last Thursday or Friday, yeah. but one of those days. And Evan's like, you know, ironically enough, I took Pete Hoffman to the Met game and I enjoyed an ice cream in a helmet. And Craig's like, oh, you don't seem like an ice cream type of guy. He goes, no, I love the ice cream in a helmet. Do you know within... Because of the time stamp, not that I saw it at that moment, but about an hour later, I did see on Twitter, like three or four minutes after they had that conversation, someone tweeted at them, Evan wasn't lying, here's the photo. The guy had a picture of Evan. From behind him, sucking ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you can't do anything. Yeah, here's Evan just sucking down ice cream in a helmet, batting helmet. Like, I think of that. Like, I'd love to have an ice cream cone. But I'm thinking, someone's going to take a picture of you sucking down the ice cream like you're doing something else. Like, it looked like you're uh, doing a beach. Oh, my God. <laughs> to the ice cream cone. <laughs> it's really funny. That's why you got to be careful. You can't eat a banana in public. No, you can't. Got to break it off. And you can't suck ice cream off a cone. No, you cannot lick it. That is something disturbing. Like, you know, we're, we're approaching uh, ice cream season very yes. soon. And you go to these ice cream places. I want to enjoy an ice cream. And I love a cone because the cone is like the best part when you get the, to the to the bottom to the bottom where it's ice cream mixed with cone. Yes. But if you're going to be out there in public, you can't be tongue in the <laughs> ice cream. You got to get it in a cup. You got to get a you got to get a spoon, yeah. or you get the shake with the straw. Right. But now I can go to Carvel and get the Carvelanche. Then you get the spoon, and it's all mixed up with the candy or the cookie or you know all that stuff, and that's great. But sometimes you just want the cone. Yeah. It looks like you're sucking on balls. Yeah. Yes. Here's your balls. Enjoy. If it's hard ice cream and they scoop yeah. it out. Yeah. Oh. You're, you're right. right. It is kind of cool, though, and fun, though, if you go there and there's attractive women uh, eating ice cream. Jerry. Well, usually they're working very, the counter. Very sexual. Oh, you're talking about watching them eat the ice yeah. cream? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jerry. Girls in bikinis licking ice cream cones. That's my kind and of a, you run right to the bathroom. That's my kind of a summer day. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. How many times a day? <laughs> Four before it stops working. If I was a, uh, if I was like a uh, young college uh, kid, Jerry, I'd go work right at the ice cream place and just serve up ice cream cones yeah. to hot chicks all day. And you would too. Yeah. And yes, you would. I know one of the best places to work if I were a teenager, the Dunkin' Donuts in Belmar. Sure. Oh, my gosh. It's right across the street from the beach. And and teenage girls, it's, meaning 17, 18-year-olds, they love the coffee. They love iced coffee. And yep. It's all beautiful women in bikinis. I know. And I was in there the one time. There were tons of dudes working behind the counter, young and guys. someone said, Grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone, kid. <laughs> I'm just browsing. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wow, what a great place to work yeah. if I was a teenager, or man. You could, or you could open one there. I could open one. In Bradley Beach. I mean, if you were going to open a open something, it would be down the shore. Yeah, but you know what's weird? Like that place, the the one in particular, it's on Ocean Avenue in Belmar. It it closes 
for a part of the season when it gets really cold. Yeah. Like of January, February, somewhere in there. You know it's a coffee place? Yeah, just because of, I guess they're not getting a lot of the... See, I would think in a case like that as the owner, yeah, I would open up and just work, and I wouldn't have to pay someone knowing it's going to be slow. Right. But, like, what else are you doing? Right, you go, well, yeah. And there are people still living right near there yeah. in the off yeah. months. It's not like it's a complete shutdown like LBI, like we were talking about yeah. with the flashing lights. Now, will you switch to iced coffee soon, Jerry, in the morning? No, not in yeah, the morning. Me neither. Never. I need the hot coffee in the morning. Never. I was actually thinking of giving up the coffee, except really? for the weekends. Yeah. And what will you replace that with? Um, Probably just water, I would think. You know what I see a lot of? Matcha. Do you know what matcha is? No. It's like I've, a, I've, seen, I've heard of it. I don't like, know what it is. It's like some sort of tea, but it's like, like very powdery form. It's green. Yeah, I green don't matcha. Like, I don't like tea. Yeah. I drink it only when I'm sick because I douse it with honey for my throat. But so let me ask you this: Then, if you were to have tea now, would you almost make? Would you almost feel sick? Because that's how you're used to having the. It's like when we were kids. If you had Jello, I only had Jello when, when I was your throat sick. Hurt? Or yeah, like when I was sick. So yeah. I would never choose Jello as a dessert because that was my sick meal. Mm, I don't know. I don't know about that. Hmm. Although I will tell you, when I have toast, which is not often, I do feel like ooh. This is usually when I'm sick and I eat bland. Yeah. Just make some white toast and give me a cup of tea. Here's some sick foods. Tea, mm-hmm. toast, yep. jello, yep. Uh, crackers. Oh, 100% with the with the, the chicken noodle soup, which yeah. we still do. Like, that really works to make you feel better. Right. Oh, this will cure your cold. No, Just it doesn't. chicken juice. Yeah, please. Does not cure your cold. It does not. I'm still, I'm still not right. People swear by that chicken uh, soup. They're oh, like, oh, my... Grandmother's recipe will cure your ills. Unless no, she's putting won't. some menthol additive yeah. in, it ain't helping. She's putting, she's putting, she's putting actual penicillin in her. Yeah. Then maybe it works. Chicken soup. I mean, I guess from the standpoint of if you have a sore throat, yeah, the hot soup it helps. Just like eating sunflower seeds helps because of the salt. But you're not cured. No, you're not cured. Still coming back in yes. a half hour once it wears off. Yep. So, I know I started like when my throat hurts, I just take a spoonful of honey, yeah. honey and swallow it. Absolutely. I do that too. And I also put a few of the, I know that I get, I know there's sugar in them now, these packets here. Yeah. But last week when I didn't feel well, I was putting three packets in the, in the tea. It really does help. You know, who used to eat a lot of honey was Craig. Carton. Oh, really? He would, you know, cause his voice, voice. for years in the morning was terrible. Yeah. Like, uh, so he would, I would watch him in the morning. He would, he would take the honey and squirt so much into a cup and then just fill it with hot water. But I'm telling you, half the cup had to be actual honey. Wow. If it worked. It did work, I guess. I mean, he's talking, and he's talking more now than he ever has. Yeah. And he seems okay. Yeah. I don't know how that, I don't know how that's working. Me neither. All I know is he's working a lot of hours. He's working a lot of hours. Talking a lot of hours. None of us are working. I did also see that McDonald's is changing up their, just a Bobby approved menu now? No, no, no. They're changing <laughs> up their cheeseburgers. Let me tell. Let me get. Why? I want to get like the actual. Let me see. Hold on. I want to. They're they're tweaking the the um, ingredients. Huh. Let now are we talking you, about the double cheeseburger? Are we talking about their original small cheeseburgers? What are we talking about here? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to the uh, Big Mac. Oh, here it is. McDonald's changes uh, up burgers with more melted cheese, more Big Mac sauce. Oh, good. So more more trans fats. Yeah. The changes include, Jerry, a softer bun, more melted cheese, not room temperature, and adding white onions 
to the patties for a caramelized flavor and more Big Mac sauce. All right. So more Russian dressing or Thousand Island dressing, whatever the hell they use. It's the secret. Yeah, well. Right now, they're just rolling it out in uh, uh, L.A., Seattle, Portland, San Fran, Sacramento, Phoenix, Vegas, Salt Lake City, and Denver. Is that all anywhere else? <laughs> just, a few other, country. <laughs> just a few other places. And then by next year, it will be available nationwide. By next year? Just do it. I wish the... I would. I don't eat fast food. Yeah. But if it actually looked like what the ad looked like, I probably would. Yeah. It, ne- it always looks... Like, why like is a it mess smushed? Because they rush it. They have to be quick. But like the bun, when you, like I'm looking right now in this newspaper article for this, they've got these beautiful McDonald's hamburgers. The bun is nice. It's got like a, it's got a, a curvature. It. Yep. Yeah, it's got a curvature, a little arch, a little curvature to it. When you get that, it's going to be smushed down. Just disgusting. I do like, I, I'm not going to, now I have not had a Big Mac or a double cheese, like any of that stuff in a long yeah. time. But what I have had, when I do run through the drive-thru for Joseph or something and yeah. I eat with him, the they're like dollar, not that they're even a dollar, they're a two dollar menu now. They're small cheeseburgers, tremendous. And yeah. that bun is not smushed down because it's a smaller bun. It's a tiny bun. Yes. Yeah, when I was first working in radio in Florida and I would work by myself on like a Saturday, I'd have a long shift. I would always stop by on my way and I'd get two regular hamburgers from mm-hmm. mcdonald's and then i would microwave them later on yeah. oh my god it was delicious delicious know. not good for you but goddamn delicious mcdonald's is also or also offering now jerry if you order through the app i guess they're trying to get you to start using the app you'll be able to get big mac sauce in a dipping cup okay <laughs> okay that's not gonna make me that's use not the gonna app. make you do it okay no. you know what can make me use the app in these places yeah and i see it more and more and i've started to do it a little bit is pre-ordering something, walking in, and it's just sitting there ready oh, for you. love that. It is kind of outstanding. In related news, you have three McDonald's stories oh, for you today. One, okay. <clears throat> this is a, a TikToker claims to have the secret to McDonald's french fries. There's something called natural beef flavor that's listed as an ingredient, which is how they get them to taste different from everybody else's fries. Well, they taste that different. Yeah, we see the people are saying, oh, they're from McDonald's. Yeah, they're good. They're fine. But so are Burger King fries. And so are Wendy's. Oh, Wendy's, delicious. I agree. I think Wendy's is the best of the bunch. Natural beef flavor. You okay. know who's not going to like that, Jerry? Vegans. That, yes, that is very true. I mean, you Says, think you're getting, but you think you're getting French fries, you're safe. You're not. Uh, let's see. This uh, content creator on TikTok said, quote, McDonald's cooks their fries with beef flavoring mixed with their vegetable oil, which is also no good. Not good for you. It's why the fries taste so good. But it's probably bad news for vegetarians. Although, if it's just flavoring, if it's, it's fine, it could just be chemicals <laughs> that make well, it taste like right. beef. We're talking about meat, right. meat, which is what they do with those uh, fake uh, Impossible Burgers and mm-hmm. Beyond Burgers. All chemicals. All chemicals. Mm-hmm. I know. I was into those for a little while. I was. So like, was I. I'm gonna be good to the animals. I'm gonna eat fake meat. You're just not being good to yourself. Yeah, it's just filled with garbage. That's the weird thing about being vegan. You got to be careful. You eat a lot of crap. Yes. Unless you're eating, like, real vegetables. Real fruits and vegetables. Real f- fruits and vegetables. other, And then, like, beans and things. Like I read today, not read, I watched today one of these guys on Joe Rogan. Yeah. That brown rice you should never eat. I uh, Yes. That white rice is Correct. what you should be eating. Yeah, I've seen that a couple times now. And that we have been sold a complete miserable bill of goods 
that brown rice actually has not toxins. What's the right? Word? Yeah, it was kind of toxins. Was it? I forget. Yeah. What the, that's not the word they used, yeah. but it was something like that. And they're like, stay away from brown rice. Right. Eat the white rice. I know. Isn't I'm this like, a kick you, in the and balls? I like white rice. Me too. But I always go out of my way to order brown rice. Good lord. Yeah. A couple, no more. A couple of the ingredients people I follow were doing this too. They're saying that the brown rice they always told you. Get brown rice over white rice because brown rice has the husk in it, and that's the healthy part. Now they're saying, no, that's where all the, when they get sprayed with uh, Roundup and all that stuff, that's where it lives. I know. It's amazing. I I don't know. I'm so. I don't know what to do, Jerry. I guess we do this. McDonald's fries dipped in the extra sauce. Yes. And the caramelized onions uh, and the real uh, melted cheese, not room temperature cheese. Sounds delicious again. That seems like the thing to do. I'm going to go to McDonald's now? Now I'm starved. <laughs> now I need some McDonald's. What else did you have for Mickey D's? That's it, those three. Oh, stories. that was it? Those I, were the three. Oh, that was off. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Jerry, that's way too much news coming out of McDonald's. For that is a lot of news. That is a lot of McDonald's news. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. <clears throat> Tomorrow's Friday. It's a feel-good Friday. It is a summer Friday. You will not be here. I will I'll not. Be, I'm off tomorrow. I will be laboring through with Mr. Peter Schwartz. I'd like to say I would get up and listen, but I won't. I will listen back on the audio. Listen app. on the app. I will. <clears throat> it's going to be terrific, Jerry. Peter. Peter. A uh, Peter. <laughs> uh, and then uh, you and I will be back together Monday. Yes. I'll be here with Peter tomorrow. Until then, see ya. Peter King. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This happened, you talked about it on The Fan. What a move by Starks! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, we do this on a Thursday morning for you. What is up, the Eddie Scizzeri? We are 
barreling our way to the summer and across from me. He's got a condo by the ocean. He watches women in bikinis, and why the hell not? His name is Al Phil Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, no bikinis yet. It's still soon, uh, soon. Still, still cooler by the shore than we're it is. There. Uh, we're getting there. We're I getting said closer. Barreling towards the summer. Barreling towards bikini season. Jerry, I'll let you know, as I always do, what the, the hot new trend in bikinis is. Over the years, <laughs> it's been cheek bikinis where your uh, butt cheeks hang out, or the underboob bra. Uh, bikini top. The underboob bikini, the the classic thong. I tell you, all the body types are out there, Jerry. Yeah. Hey, Doesn't matter whether you have a very large butt where it looks like you sat on a gravel driveway. They, <laughs> those people are still very excited to strap on a bikini. I won't take my shirt off at the beach. But, and uh, you weigh some, 40 some, pounds soaking uh, wet. Yeah, some people are very proud of their very large bodies, well, Jerry. Good for you them. know what I'm saying? Hey, whatever you like. Hey, whatever floats your boat. I don't care. I care because I got to look out the, my window. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see classic models, Jerry. Yeah. Well, along the Jersey Shore. Don't we all, Al? Don't oh, we all? Oh, yes. Jerry, I know you hate the phrase, like, walk-off home run. It's a game winner. So... What? Well, let me ask you this: Do you like walk off sack no, fly? No, no, what? no. It was a game winning sack fly. That's what it was. Sack fly in the oh, tenth for the Yankees. Stupid. Oh, a walk off sack. Oh, not a walk off sack for you. Uh, no. Have you ever had a walk off sack? No. <laughs> I like either. my sack and uh, not walking away. <laughs> I need my sack right here. I like the game winner. That's what I like. Game winning sack fly. Like, I always find it weird too when Yankees. you hear like the old time announcers. All of a sudden, after doing games for 20 years, 30 years, saying it a specific way, yeah. all of a sudden, sounding all hip and cool and changing their vocabulary. So what did it used to be classically? Game winner. Game winner. Uh, yes, and a two-run game-winning home I wonder run. who penned the walk-off. I don't know. That's a great question. I don't Somebody know. penned it. Then everyone was like, "We got to get on that." Yeah, I know, and it's it. relatively recent. Yeah, it's not like we were talking about this in 1994. No I'm one was Google saying that during oh, the break. We're 95. We could. We could. I'm going to research that. it. I'm going to get the research team here. Who was the first broadcaster to use the term "walk off" in baseball? They even do it now in other sports. How so? The walk off field goal. The walk off. Um, uh, three-pointer. They do. They okay. actually use it in other sports. It's goofy. The skate-off uh, overtime goal. Never heard of skate-off. I but would that's, that. would be that would be something if oh, you were, man. like, you could pull a Scott Farrell and just, yeah. like, show up one day and say, by the way, I'm now the announcer of the Coyotes. Yeah. I'm not going to be doing talk shows anymore. I'm well, no, you be... can try and do both like he did and oh, then okay. get fired for then, one. Yeah, it doesn't work And out. then you could go with skate-off. Oh, it's a skate-off. Yep. All right, so listen, that was a pretty cool Yankees-Angels game just because uh, the two main stars were involved, Otani and uh, Judge. Aaron Judge is awesome. Aaron Judge with the Rob's Otani of the home run in the first inning. And then how about the other catch he makes? But first of all, that first catch, he didn't even catch it in his glove. He went up over the fence. It hit the, like, the base of his mm-hmm. glove, and then he just caught it up with the bare hand on all the rebound. Juggle. A little juggle. He actually said if I was that good of an outfielder, I would have caught it the first time. That yeah, is true. He, he kind of did catch it the first time. Yeah, but he didn't He didn't judge it correctly because the, the ball hit the bottom of his glove. Understood. What was the second catch? I didn't even see that. It was uh, like a slicer in the hmm, was it the eighth inning where the Angels could have taken the lead. And did he dive for he it? He caught it. The guy's am- he really well, is tremendous. Yeah, yeah. Did he dive head first or did he slide no, head and first. dive? Head first. I love the hot, the slide and dive, yeah. where like you slide. Yeah, except sometimes you don't really have to slide. Yeah, but it looks cool. Well, it always looks cool. But he is. That's why I laugh when people are. Like, he can't play center field 
No, no, he can. He's really good at it. And stop about preserving his career. He's an athlete making $50 million a year. Why don't they want him playing center field? Because it might shorten his career because there's more running. Oh, my oh, God. God. It good is Lord. just, he's really good out there. Yeah. Just leave him there. It's a big man, Jerry. You can barrel him down. Plus, you need a big center fielder. Because a lot of times, like, the center fielder is supposed to be the captain, right? Out in the outfield. Yeah, the he takes charge out there takes for sure. Charge. Yes. But so many times you see... Like a left fielder or a right fielder come across, and even though the center fielder is calling it, they'll like try to get it themselves. I, you got a big, large man like Aaron Judge out there. You ain't you ain't banging into him. I do think no, probably not. But I do think in a lot of cases, sometimes they just don't hear each other. Yeah, and that's scary. We saw that with Carlos Beltran back in the day in San Diego. Um, we have seen nasty collisions. I don't. I think it's just a lack of communication more so than saying that's my ball, I'm taking it, regardless of what you're saying. I just had a cool idea for technology. Oh, gosh. You know how I they think do... we saw enough technology in baseball yesterday. I know, right, but, right, but, but here's the thing. So you know how they have that thing in the pitcher's ear where you can tell them, like, what ball? Pitchcom. Pitchcom. Get it for outfielders so they, they could hear each other. Like, I got it. So if we're going to do this, are we yeah. going to pause life so that they can stop as they're running, press the button? Oh, you got to press the button? Why yeah, how can't do you we think it works? I don't know. Why can't we set it up this for outfielders? Kind of like when you get in a helicopter, you got to put that headset on. So that They're you not can wearing hear. headsets. They wear headsets that oh, they God. know. By the way, this would stop mid-outfield mid, uh, collisions. No, it wouldn't. What if they're saying, I got it at the same time? They're both saying, I got Neither it. Neither one hears the other. Well, then they'd have those big headphones on that would stop the, would hurt the, uh, they wouldn't bang heads. They'd bang you know what's really sad about what sets. you're saying? Is that with all these ridiculous rules they're yeah. trying in the Atlantic League. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be stunned if we saw that in five years. And you'll notice the outfielders. Johnny Bravo, Johnny Bravo. I got it. I got it. Back off. <laughs> Stupid. You'll notice the outfielders today are wearing um, headphones with microphones on them. So They're dumb. Communicating with each other. Oh, my God. That's really silly. That's what some motorcyclists wear when they have a, a passenger behind them, grab you know, holding around their waist a, a second passenger on a motorcycle. They could talk to each other. That's how they talk? Things. Yeah. Why? You need some but, sort of communication out radio. there. Yeah, motorcyclists down the Jersey Shore, they blast. Yes, they do. Blast their music. Well, we haven't noticed the engine's kind of loud. And here's the, what they normally blast, which is weird, because most of the dudes on motorcycles down the Jersey Shore are old guys. Yeah. They're either blasting. America? Like old music. Yes. Which I appreciate. Or they go the opposite. They try to do like hip-hop rap. Oh, come like, on. Yeah, I swear. Really? Like, look how badass I am. I may be... 65 and on this motorcycle. Sir, sir, you're being mocked. But I'm bumping Tupac. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah, I would stick with their classic rock. It's a better look. Yeah. It fits more. Like if you're coming down the street on a motorcycle, be blasting Run Around Sue. <laughs> Is it Dion? Yeah. <laughs> I like that idea. Uh, it's fun. I'd be like Eddie on a, on a motorcycle putting two chains on whoever that yeah, guy two is. two chains. Blasting that. Yeah. Yeah, those are the two extremes. So stick with David Crosby. We also have a guy that drives up and down Ocean Avenue in a big, like, looks like a monster truck, like a... The gigantic Jacked up tires, yeah, which yeah, I yeah. never understood for a truck. Like you could just run over a car, right? And they ha- he has like six Trump flags, <laughs> trying to send his message, sending his message okay. up and down the beach, blasting music and his Trump flags. Holy cow! So this is what's going on in the summer. This is what's happening. We got and loud motorcycles. You're almost there. We're almost there, Jerry. Almost I could, there. I could taste it. Yeah, I could smell it. The salt air on your it. tongue. Oh, absolutely, Jerry. Uh, in the, the Mets game yesterday, this was a day game. I don't know if you were able to tune into this. 
This, uh, I so yes and no. I saw the beginning, but my son had a game as well, and then I caught up last night. So the Mets did win, and they beat. Uh, they uh, it's a good win. Uh, it was a good win. Uh, Brandon Nimmo had a home run right off there, of yeah. uh, what's his name, long haired Syndergaard. No, Syndergaard. Usually, guys go five for five, three for five, have big you know starts to the year in a contract year. This guy just signed a contract, and he's playing better than ever. Going five for five, what's harder, you think? Going five for five or hitting two home runs in a game? I, hmm. yeah. I, think I five would say for five for five yeah. because, A, you're not going to go five. You're not going to get five at bats very often. Right. You're always going to have, if you're a starting player, you're always going to have at least two plate appearances. But five for five is it just doesn't happen a lot. I'm going to Google that as well during the break. What what is more likely to happen? Five like what has happened more in baseball? Five for five oh, or two home runs? In two the game. Ho- yeah, two I home runs think, in a game. Yeah. So there's our answer. We know it's more difficult to go five for five like Brandon Nimmo did. I'm actually seeing if I'm putting in how many MLB players yeah. have gone five for five in a five game? Five for five. Yeah, because I actually think that's something. That's that is something. I would think. I don't but, even care if they're all singles. No, it doesn't matter. Does not matter. Major League history. Da, 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 oh no, never mind. That's five home runs in a game. <laughs> now, that would be something, <laughs> Jerry. If we're sitting here in the morning one morning and Brandon Nimmo goes five for five with five home runs, how is that possible? That would be cool. When guys hitting five home runs in yeah, a game? Because here's what I would do, Jerry. If I'm if the guys hit four home runs off me or off of my pitchers, if I'm the manager, I go out there, I go maybe not throw it down the middle of this guy. Maybe pitch around him. Maybe issue him a walk. Let's not let him hit five home runs against yeah, us. Yeah, no kidding. Seriously. I will tell you, though, five for five, when you look it up, it happens for sure. I mean, there's a lot of guys that have gone six for six in games. Is that right? So it definitely happens. I don't. That's a good question. I don't, I don't know. I think it's more difficult than two home runs. I would think so, too, but I, I don't know. I'll tell you what you don't see. You don't see anyone that's gone seven for seven in a game. Yeah, so try that, Brandon Nimmo. You see a handful of six for sevens. If you go back way back to 1876 Mm -hmm. when the Philadelphia A's played the Chicago White Stockings. The White Stockings. That's what they were called at the time, the White Stockings. Men wearing stockings, Jerry. Or you could always check back in 1883 the Boston, I'm sorry, the Worcester Ruby Legs against the Buffalo Bison. Oh, yeah, the Bison. I was a huge Bison fan back then. Holy cow. It was pretty funny. I didn't even know these teams existed. I had season tickets for all the Bison's games. Oh, did you really? Oh, they were so much cheaper than they are today, Jerry. I knew you were old. I didn't know you were that old. Yeah, pretty old. Pretty old. Pretty old. Yeah. This every, is a bizarre game, though. Every time you keep saying five You for think five, of five for fighting? I do. Yes. Which is a very cool name for a band. Yes. It comes from hockey. That's what I heard, yeah. Guy was a big hockey fan. Just yeah, the five dude for fighting. on the piano. Exactly right. I'm such a lone for my <laughs> <laughs> so, so Max Scherzer was a big deal yesterday. Oh, he was, yeah. He got tossed, yeah. Yeah, this was. Did he get tossed really for silly? I'm trying. I'm a little confused. Did he get tossed for saying something during the argument where they were checking his sticky fingers? No, I don't think so. Or did he get tossed for sticky fingers? He got tossed for sticky fingers or sticky stuff in a glove or electrical tape sub residue on his hand. I don't know what. Like Ron Darling, I thought made a good point because at one point they did show. Um, so there were issues with the pitch com. To where even Alvarez went to regular signs, which was actually okay. kind of nice to see. Old and then they were showing when all of this went down in between innings at one point, one of the equipment equipment guys came over and it looked like they were either, either taping the pitch comp to the glove on the hand. 
And Darling said, is it possible that the glue from the tape to fix the pitch com is the reason for this added stuff? Because if it's just rosin, that's the way I understand it. MLB provides the rosin. Yeah. And the teams have their own rosin in the dugouts unless they're buying it from Acme and it's really extra extra sticky rosin. The whole thing is bizarre. Right. And then if it's a combination, so you're, so rosin is legal. You're allowed to sweat. I, I believe you're allowed to sweat, so yes. So your combination of sweat and rosin, which is what Scherzer claims is all it was. Right. But if they're throwing him out of the game for that, what stops them from throwing him out of the next game? I have He's no allowed idea. to use rosin I, and sweat. I don't know. I it's really don't know. Unless they're deeming that there was something else in there. Because they even put, even Dar- it was Gary or Dye, I forget which one of them said, even the fact that the umpire put their hand in his glove is weird. Like he stuck his hand in his glove. Yeah. That looked weird. Yeah, they were really manipulating yeah. that glove of his. Really and you had it, it at the, the top of it coming, was it coming off the third, coming back out for the third, coming back out for the fourth. It was just strange. It was very strange. Very strange. And how about your guy, Yakabonis? Yakabonis? What did he do? <laughs> I feel like I saw they his didn't name. cover that in the uh, in your highlight package. No, I feel like I know the name and I know something happened, but I can't, I cannot recall. So Scherzer's going out to pitch. Okay. When he basically gets tossed. Yakabonis had to basically get ready in an instant. Oh yeah, and then come out. And he gave you a couple good innings, so good for him. Yeah, the uh, the Met bullpen actually did a nice job coming out did of that. A great job because that was before the fourth inning. Correct. So Scherzer didn't throw a pitch in the fourth. Right. Exactly. It was Yakabonis. Uh, hey, so, hey, uh, Yakabonis. <laughs> if you would have also told me Yakabonis was on the Islanders, I'd have been like. <laughs> Yeah, he did have uh, – the, he needs to step it up on the ice. He had the hat trick for the Isles last <laughs> night, although they lost 4-3. Uh, yes. <laughs> He's from – he went to school at CBA down in uh, Lincroft. Oh, New that's Jersey. a bougie school. Well, yeah, okay. Christian Boys Academy. Or Christian Brothers Academy. You idiot. <laughs> Come on, man. Christian Brothers Academy. <laughs> well, you can boys your mind boy- for. Come on. Very bougie. It's, a, it's an expensive private school, yes. I think you stay over there. No. Boarding school. No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> well, you really got your facts in line this morning, huh? I feel like I learned, I know a lot about that Christian Boys Academy. Christian Brothers Academy, dummy. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> but clearly, I don't know everything about it. No, you don't know anything about it. But Sabonis uh, pitched there. Sabonis. <laughs> you mean who? Sabonis. <laughs> Try Ch- one more time. Chabonis. That's <laughs> not Chabonis, you jackass. Mama, my, my, Babonis. My Babonis. No, you want to try one more time? No, because I'm Come forgetting. on, you really don't know his name? Rabonis. <laughs> slam bonus. It's not slam bonus. Wham, bam, thank you, man, bonus. I'm not taking a break to get his name right. Rabonis. No. Babonis? And you claim to be a Met fan. I do claim this. Yeah. I'm a front runner. I'll give you his first name. Like a Max Scherzer. His first name is Jimmy. Jimmy Babonis. No. I don't know. We just mentioned. I know. It's, it's gone already. Yakabonus. Yakabonus. Wow. We're going to take a break. Yakabonus. We're going to look up Yakabonus's middle name. I got a lot to Google this break. I'm looking up Yakabonus. I'm looking up uh, who used walk-off first. Right. I'm looking up what's uh, more difficult, five for five or hitting two home runs in a game. Yeah, I don't think you get much of an answer on that one. I'm going to have to load up chat GPT to get all this information. don't even know what that is, <laughs> but I do know who Yakabonis is. We'll take a quick break. Then we've got Boomer and Gio at six on the fan. 
break it down. <laughs> this is five for I five, Jerry. <laughs> I know it is. Brandon Nimmo. <laughs> for a moment. Hey, <laughs> Jerry, this is a sad song. Oh, is it a sad song? It's about superheroes, Jerry. I can't stand to fly. That's what the, it's about superheroes? I believe it's about uh, the, the theme is like superheroes who are also vulnerable. I'm okay. I'm glad to hear that. Like, the, I'm Superman, Jerry, but I also am vulnerable and have feelings. I know The Flash is vulnerable right now. That series is ending soon. Oh, is that right? Yes. Yeah. You want to go see Boz Skaggs? <laughs> Lido is an awesome song. Yes, it is. I'm going to come back with that. Next so they've got... So I'm looking at Count Basie. We were talking off the air. they got some really good shows, but... I feel like a lot of the bands that are there, they've got like one or two good songs. Could we put them together for like a festival? Oh, that'd be great. They each get three songs and out. Yeah. And, and with the same backing bands, so we don't have to switch drums and guitars and all that crap. And then in between, we can have Stephen Wright come out, who is also there in April. Yes. He can come out and bore us. I'd be like, uh, why do we drive on the parkway and park on the driveway? He doesn't still do he that. He does Please. do it. Come on now. He better do it or I want a refund. Though I will tell you, I found your next show. What's that? Considering you went and saw, what was her name? Annie uh, Fran Lebowitz. That was good. So you saw that two weeks yeah. ago. Here's what you're going to do next week. You're going to go see Judy Collins. That I'm not doing. <laughs> right I have alley. no interest in Judy <laughs> Collins, Jerry. Uh, it's funny. I, I did find some information uh, during the break. I did Google the things that I told you I would Google. Number one, we asked, you. one of the baseball phrases you don't care for is walk off. I don't. You like a, uh, uh, it's a game winner. Game winner. Uh, evidently, pitcher Dennis Eckersley is the person who coined walk-off. When he was doing a Red Sox game? Well, he he said it's a game, He but, but he used it as, and then it got adapted to meaning all game-winning home runs. He used it to describe game-ending home runs that were so deep you didn't even look back if you were pitching. Like it was so So known that the off pitcher the bat- walks off. Yeah, like without even looking. Now that's interesting yeah. because we don't look at it as such. Right. We look at it as you got the game winner and yeah. you've walked it off. Yes. So he meant it defensively for the pitcher who just, boom, see ya, just walk off the mound. Yeah. How about I don't that? even have to look back to see if that's a home run and the game's over. I know I'm walking off. And it, does it say when? Because that was the question. <laughs> Excuse me, Jerry. <coughs> oh, good I Lord. I choked, choked on my coffee. All right, let's does go bonus boy. Uh, mm. It has to. Yeah. I if they know he said it, they must know what game it was. Can right, Google on, tell Jerry. us this? Hold on. Hey Alexa. <clears throat> okay, you're right. Yeah, I I was uh, I was coughing. Who came up with walk off home run? And this is by the way from Major League Baseball. Oh, is that okay? MLB.com. I, I would take it from there. A baseball mm-hmm. reference would be fine. Uh, let's see. It doesn't say when when this. Oh, come uh, on. It, it doesn't doesn't say when it occurred. That's weird. All then right. I also Googled during the break, Jerry. I wanted to know uh, what is uh, more prevalent: uh, two home run games. Like right. two home runs in one game or a five for five. Okay. I didn't find that information out, but I did find a list of people who have had multiple five for five games. Yes. There is a lot, actually. Yeah. And it's, uh, Jerry, this list is a who's who of Al loving baseball in the 80s. Oh, 100%. Oh, it's Pete Rose, Tony Pete Rose Gwynn. did it 10 times. 10 times. Pete Rose, Tony Gwynn, Dave Winfield, Paul Molitor, Rod Carew, can Kirby I just, Puckett. Can I correct you first? Nothing, if you Google when was walk-off yeah. first said, you know what comes up in big, bold what? letters? July 30th, 1988. 
You must have a different Google over there. No, it's Jerry. Google. It's Jerry, the, 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 and it's oh. Dennis Eckersley and everything. It's, it's I see what the problem is, Jerry. I'm using Bing. <laughs> I binged it. Is that true? No. Oh. I just typed it in wrong, I guess. I guess. It's, I right, mean, so, it goes right up. Oh, perfect. Longer than I thought, though. Now, that doesn't mean it became popular. That's yeah. the first time they say it was referenced. Okay. So go ahead, back to your 80s five no, hitters. That, that, that was it. Just that the, was the, it. multiple guys that have had the I five I did see when I was Googling this. So you mentioned all the guys. Um, Tony Gwynn did it nine times. Yeah. Um, and there were a lot of them that did it five times. The one that's interesting in this story, they say, is the guys that actually didn't do it. Like a guy like Barry Bonds never did it. Who you would think yes. would have multiple games. You would think very easily would have done it and never did. But then again, they walked him every time he came up. So. That's true. They're like, let's put this guy aboard. Yeah. By the way, in following up on the Max Scherzer getting tossed yesterday for having sticky gloves and sticky hands and things, the umpire, Dan Bellino. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm Dan Bellino. Well, Phil Cuzzy was really the biggest problem, but yes. Well, yes, but Dan Bellino said, yeah, a lot of people are pinning this on Phil Cuzzy. Well, he was the one that was in the middle of it. But Dan Bellino is the guy who said that uh, Max Scherzer's hand was, quote, the stickiest it has been since I've been inspecting hands. He likes sticky hands. I bet when that guy was becoming an ump, he didn't be like, I'll be, I'll be inspecting hands the rest of my career. No, this is, this is really uh, recent and new. What if Max Scherzer has interesting different sweat and it's combining with the Raz? Maybe he's an alien. He's got alien right. sweat. Right. We... That should still be legal because his sweat is his sweat. Maybe he base- does have that weird eye. <laughs> yeah, maybe baseball pitchers can figure out based on what we eat the day before I pitch. My sweat is a particularly sticky substance, right. which I legally can use to sticky up the ball. Like if you eat a lot of garlic, you sweat yes. out garlic and yes. you stink. Yo, you do. Maybe that's maybe that's the key right there. Sushi the day before. Yeah, and you have sushi sticky sweat. Yeah, like uh, fish oil sweat. Well, let's get him some sticky stuff, Jerry. Put it on his butt. <laughs> then when he reaches behind his butt, he could just in his butt crack. <laughs> you actually said that as a grown-up. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess that, you did. I guess I've thought about this before. Couldn't they? Like, I, I know I watch a lot of crime shows, so maybe I'm... Um, a lot. You're going to be in one soon. Maybe this is the only reason why I'm thinking about it, but why not... Why not uh, test the sticky substance to see if Max Scherzer was telling the truth? Let's get it in what a crime. Forensics in? Yeah, forensics. No. Just to make sure. No, you're not doing that. You know, here's the problem, though. We're so early in the season. He's claiming it's just sweat and rosin, which is is legal. Let's get CSI on it, test it, and if it's good, then he's good the rest of the year. Could be wrong. Pretty sure they've got a few other things to worry about other than a pitcher having garlic sweat combined with rosin being too sticky. You're talking about the CSI people? Yes, Probably have a few things to do other than worry about Major League Baseball. You know, they do say that now that they have uh, come so far with DNA evidence and we have all of these crimes that were committed years and years ago that they still have evidence that they've never solved, they could be solving all these crimes. They don't have the manpower. And you want to actually put them at ballparks. So let's see. Solve a murder from 1999 and close the case. Or let's see what Max Scherzer has in his glove. This is what you do, Jerry. You are at the ballpark. Uh-huh. You're working on the actual crimes. If they need you for a sticky substance. When is there a crime at the ballpark? No, other no, than a fight not. in the stands. But they'll bring in the You want to have a lab so a you lab can actually there. do actual Correct. CSI work. And then if they need you at the ballpark, 
you'll break away quickly to check the substance on Max Scherzer's glove, then back to solving crimes. Well, there's going to be a new ballpark in Las Vegas. Perhaps they can put a CSI laboratory in that ballpark. So when that came out yesterday. I think middle of the night, actually, wasn't it? Like late last night? Yeah, you know what's weird? Like to me, the afternoon to middle of the night feels the same. <laughs> so the A's are buying land out yes. there. So they're moving. They're moving. They, and they, they even have a start year. Like 2027, they plan to start playing there. Has this been announced? Yeah, it was the team president announced it last but night. But, like, did Rob Manfred Mann come out and say, hey, we're moving the A's? No, because I think there's still – still got a lot of uh, crossing of the T's and dotting of the I's, but this is the first step towards them heading out. I mean, they're only getting 5,000 people a game now. Now the fans know that they're leaving for sure. Oh, my god, They might have 500 people at games. This is right up your alley, though. Did you see the capacity of the ballpark? No. 35,000. That's perfect. Perfect. Yeah, that's nice. Like City Field is 40,000. I think it's the perfect the perfect amount for a stadium for baseball. 35,000? I was actually surprised cuz I would think in Vegas where they do well with the Raiders, but they've never had a professional baseball I shouldn't say that. They've never had a major league baseball team. They've had minor league teams. I would think that'll be a huge draw. And Viva Las Vegas. Mike's excited. <laughs> Viva, 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 Viva. Yeah. Well, it's weird, too, is they go, uh, oh, like, first of all, to build a ballpark, you need a lot of land, right? Yes. And they go, oh, it'll be right by the Vegas Strip. Yeah. Where? There's a ton of land by the Vegas there Strip. Is? Oh, yeah, yeah, Oh, absolutely. So you're telling me there's a you've Strip. You've right? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, you've got the Strip, you've and got the highway, else? you've got the Rio Hotel right over the, right past the highway overlooking the Strip, and then a whole lot of mountains and land and suburbs. How are we getting enough water out there to Vegas for I don't know how people? they do that. <laughs> Don't know how they do that. I don't know. I'm just, me. You and I were wondering how we had water in Phoenix. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. And I'm sure someone right now is yelling at us, and I don't care. I don't know. But do they have to plan for that? Like, what? We're putting a ballpark up. We got to get more pipes out here. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they're going to have to lay more pipe. Yeah. You ever lay pipe as an adult? Oh yeah. Instead, oh. you decided to become a radio producer. <laughs> right. That seems like a better yes, better gig for so me. So far, so far it's been good. So far, I I can't complain, Jerry. Um. I did see, do you remember the actress Bridget Fonda? Yes, of course. Oh, you're bringing up these pictures that have surfaced of her? Yeah. I don't like when we do this. Well, it's just uh, Bridget Fonda, who was in uh, Singles, was the first time I saw her. She was a redhead, Jerry. She she wore short red hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in Single White Female. Remember yep. that movie? Very good. She was very good in that movie. Yeah, very good. She was in Jackie Brown, which was a Quentin Tarantino it. movie. She was in a couple other things, and she disappeared. Yeah, like disappeared. off the face of the earth disappeared. Yes, and uh, she uh, got married and had some children. But uh, for recently, they've been, uh, and she's, I guess, been uh, in her home for a long time, doesn't doesn't venture out very often. But when she ventures out, uh, of course, uh, TMZ runs her down and this sort of thing. And uh, so they, they caught her at the airport. She looks nothing like. No. Nothing like you would. I, so I don't even know how they know that I don't it's either. Because it, it, when you say it looks nothing like her, it looks like a completely different human being. Yeah. So how do they know that that's know. what she unless looks they're like at, these days? Unless they follow her out of her house. And they did talk to her this time. She actually did respond. Did she really? Yeah, they asked her if she's ever going to act again, and she said no. Never again, Jerry. I she, I, she's probably made enough money, right? I don't know. She was so young when she made all those movies. She can't be. If you invested properly. I guess, and she's been lo- married to the same fellow for a long time, and he was a filmmaker as well. So I'm sure he's done well. Right. But I, I said, I think it was G yesterday, and if it was you, stop me. But sometimes these stories come out, and they don't really describe it enough. So, like, there was photos of Gene Hackman maybe three weeks ago. 
and it was the headline was Gene Hackman unrecognizable. Yeah, and they show you the photo. I'm like, who the hell is that? And then it's all the way at the bottom of the article. Hackman now 93. Yeah, but you no wonder he looks like an old man. They did that to uh, Jack Nicholson last week. I believe it. Yeah, he was that someone got a shot of him on his balcony first thing in the morning. So he looked all disheveled. They go, look how disheveled that Jack Nicholson. And you look up, he's like 85 years right. old. Leave the man alone. Like, what? This need to see everybody <laughs> at their worst moments. Like, yeah. And you know what's terrible? Like, but all these things have t- a ton of hits. Yeah, a ton of hits. People can't wait to see it. I couldn't wait to see the Bridget Fonda. I was fascinated by that. The old man, uh, Jack Nicholson and Gene Hackman, I expect them to look like old versions of them. You know who else they like to follow? Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. <laughs> because because he still goes to the gym every yes. day. The problem is he wears his sweatpants up over yeah. his nipples. And he looks like he's 100 because he might be almost he's 100. He's 98, I believe. Yeah. yeah, but he still goes to the gym yeah. every day. So instead of making fun of the sweatpants over his nipples, how about the fact that this man is still working out every day? When I go to the gym, Jerry, and I see... Uh, you have your sweatpants over your nipples? When I see uh, him there, I have to pull plates off for me to lift because he's lifted more than me. Uh, and he's he's married to a woman who's like 40 years younger than him. That's right. And she goes to Dick the gym Van with Dyke. him. Hell yeah. They're playing pickleball together, too. Oh, yeah. He could be 120. Quick break. When we come back... No, we're not going to wrap it up. It's only 538. We have more. No, we got hockey to cover, Jerry. Yep. <laughs> I've got basketball. You're going to cover hockey. NFL. You That's can't right. remember Jimmy Yacobonis' name. You thought he scored for the Islanders last oh, he night. he was terrific last night. <laughs> he was terrific. That and a whole bunch more. And then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. This is for Bridget Fonda, Jerry. This is off the single soundtrack. I would like, yeah. This is Pearl Jam, correct? Correct. And another band I've never seen that I would really like to see. Yeah, I never saw them either. Pearl Jam and Foo Fighters and Paul McCartney before he dies. Foo Fighters put out a new single yesterday. They have a new record coming out. They're going to tour. There you go. Are they using Taylor Hawkins' kid as the drummer? uh, You know, I don't know who's drumming. Got it. I think that kid's too young. Why? I thought he's 19. Oh, I don't know. I thought I thought he was oh, is he younger, younger than that. I thought he was. Maybe no. he's not. Maybe he just looks young. Maybe he's got a youthful appearance. Just Google it. You yes. Google it. I've been you busy what? Googling baseball stuff. Well, well you screwed up the Dennis Eckersley thing, so I'll Google this. Uh, a couple of quick things off of the social medias, Jerry. Uh, Sean says the fan club for Jimmy Yacobonis is called the Yacoboners. <laughs> I think he's making that up. This is stupid. I think he's just being stupid. And then Johnny Rocks uh, tells me that the Max Scherzer's glove was confiscated and sent to MLB. So they are going to do a But little... they're not sending it to CSI. <laughs> they are going to do a crime scene investigation. Oh, By the way, Oliver Hawkins is 17, oh, not okay. 19. Yeah, I don't know who the Foo Fighters drummer will be. That's okay. All right, so we're going to have it inspected. Now, he had two inspected. gloves yesterday, he I did, believe. yeah. He two... And there was an MLB official right there. Who watched him wash his hands. I know, I know. It's the so whole, strange. The whole thing is stupid. And meanwhile, I mean, luckily the Mets won that game. They did. Or I'd be pissed. And he was he did walk a couple guys, but he he looked fine. Right. You know? This is our big-time pitcher. We paid a, a boatload, of, boatload of money to. You can't throw him out in the fourth inning for having sticky fingers. You know what we say? What? Thank goodness for Yacobonis. Yacobonis getting it Sticky done. stuff. Sticky stuff. Yes. Max Scherzer is going to give him a Yacobonis for stepping up. I think he actually said that. Who said that? Max Scherzer. Oh. <laughs> he said he's going to give Yaka I think bonus. He said, yeah, a bonus. I think he said he owes Yaka bonus Yaka something bonus? for stepping in the way he did. Oh, okay, good. Good and for him. Yes, yes. 
Jerry, I don't like what's going on here. I, I don't really follow hockey all that much myself. Or at all. Uh, but I do like when all the local well, I do like when the <laughs> local teams get in the mix. Uh the Islanders, this is uh starting to uh, uh they're down two games to none now. They lost yesterday four three. An Islander tipped a puck into his own goal. I mean, what is going on here, Jerry? Uh, yeah, uh, they ran up against a good team. So now it's only two games to none. They had chances to win last night. I didn't get a chance to watch yeah. this game, unfortunately. Um, I opted for the Yankees. There was a skate-off goal. Cornhole, and so I did not. It was not a skate-off goal. There was a skate-off goal in the uh, overtime period. It was a game-winning goal. A game-winning goal. A game-winning goal. And which uh, uh, Scott Mayfield of the Islanders claims he was high-sticked and uh, shouldn't have even been allowed. Yes, I did hear uh, Peter Schwartz. So a lot of controversy. Uh, driving into a lot of controversy surrounding this Islander loss. They do come home now. Yeah, first playoff game at UBS Arena, or as you call it, USB Arena. USB, the USB ports. <laughs> UBS Arena. UBS. That's tomorrow. Go get Game Three and try and get yourself back in the series. They played well last night, so it's not like they are. You know, they're not not like they're overmatched or anything. They didn't get blowed out, is no, what you're they saying. Didn't. The surprising one would be the Panthers last night. What did they do? I was gonna you tell me. Well, they obviously won, Jerry. They beat the Bruins. Beat the Bruins. Who, who won very... sixty five games this year. Right. Doesn't mean that the Bruins aren't gonna win the series in five. They very well could win the next three games, but I thought the Panthers were gonna get swept. And they did not. No, they scored four goals in the third period. Now we've got a look at. I'm just looking at the sports schedule today, Jerry, because there's so many. It's things It's pretty going cool, on. actually. So it is pretty cool. You got Nestor Cortez today. Four yes, o- four o'clock. Four o'clock. It's game. A great start time. Nestor Cortez on the mound against the Angels. Right into. Right into. Rangers Devils as well as. Sixers Nets. That's pretty good. And then you Mets, wrap up the night. Mets with Kodai Senga on the mound. In San Francisco. Yeah, that's a pretty nice sports night. Like, this is like almost like a football Sunday. You could sit down yeah. at 4 p.m. and not turn the TV off until 1 a.m. or midnight. That's a long day of sports. Jerry, tomorrow's warm-up show is going to be so full of sports. Chock full of sports. It's going to be so much sports. You better hope Yacobonis doesn't pitch well again. If Yacobonis... have to remember who he is. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> if Yacobonis could get it done two days in a row, we're really going to have something. I don't know if he's pitching again tonight. He threw two and, uh, two and a third last night or yesterday. Man, you could put the TV on at 4.05, Jerry, and not shut it off until I come in at 2 a.m. I, I just said that. Who were you talking about? I literally just said that. Who are you speaking to? Those, Jimmy Yacobonis. Those voices in your head, Jerry, aren't no, talking I did, back. No, I did, right? They, I just said that. They ain't talking back. You did. They ain't talking back to you, Jerry. I just said it's like an NFL Sunday. You can turn you the TV on at 4 and not be done until midnight, 1 a.m. That's fair. You did say that. Okay. I do remember you comparing it to football Sunday. Oh, my goodness. I'm nervous because you got me with Peter Schwartz tomorrow morning, Jerry. Well... What can I tell you? Peter Schwartz. Peter. Peter. (laughs) He was very good on the overnight. I listened driving in. I heard Peter Schwartz on the overnight. Plus, you know what will be good? I can talk to him about hockey because I don't know. (laughs) I can fool people here, Jerry, but I don't know. Will you put the Devils Rangers on it all tonight? Well, considering I don't have a, a, a subscription to see it. Unfortunately, I'm not. You can't stream TNT or no, no, not a not in my current setup. That's right. Right now, you're basically just streaming, you know, the ID channel and National Geographic. <laughs> and uh, and YouTube. And YouTube. <laughs> right, and Netflix. It sounds, you're happy, that's all yeah. that matters. It sounds so pathetic. <laughs> 
It does. I'm sorry. And you don't even have a radio in your house. You have to stream that, too. Yeah, I stream that. You're basically living with Netflix, mm-hmm. ID Channel, Odyssey app. And uh, MLB app. And MLB. Unblocked out. Thanks because to you the, don't pay for it. Thanks to the fine folks at what MLB. What am I doing wrong? I pay for mine. <laughs> and st- I get blacked out. You could stream the Devil's uh, radio broadcast. I could stream the Devil's oh, radio. Oh, you right. could listen to Matt Lachlan. Oh, That's I right. And Chico Resch. That's right. Yes, you could. Oh, man. They Very better good give call, it, Eddie. They better give it to the Rangers tonight, just so we have something to poke Boomer with tomorrow morning. You know what I mean, Jerry? I would like this to be a a, a fun, long, yes. drawn out series. We need a seven game series. I here. think they'll be much better tonight. I, I do, hope so. and I re- I want to go to the game so bad. These yeah. ticket prices, though, are obscene. Yeah, they're tough. I just I can't justify spending after fees. I can't justify spending five hundred dollars on two tickets to sit in the upper deck. Now I did that when I went to Dallas. I spent four hundred dollars. For two tickets to see a Stars game with Matthew, but we also sat in the fourth row. Not only that, to me, that was worth it. It was part of a trip. It yes. was part of an experience. But you I would were going even, to a new you know place. what? Al? I would probably even spend the five hundred if I was sitting on the blue line in the third row. These tickets for five hundred bucks are row nine in the right corner of the upper deck. Yeah. No thanks. I'd rather watch it on TV. But I want to go. You want to be part of the action? I, I would. You want to put the which uh, sport do you think? People wear people going to the games wear jerseys the hockey. most. It is hockey, hockey right? and football, hockey and football. Yeah, hockey. I think first. Uh, it might so be so many people because are in the jerseys. The one thing you see, and you can see it very quickly when you put the broadcast on, you see the colors. Yeah, and yes, it could be a sweatshirt, but most of the time it's the jerseys. No question. I wonder what jersey they will wear tonight. I wonder if they wore the black jersey that says jersey on it. No, uh, I don't I, like that one. I actually do like them. I didn't at first. Yeah. They grew on me. Or maybe they can wear the Christmas tree ones, the red yeah, and green. Yeah, those are cool. We're going to take a break. 5.53. We'll come back and wrap it up in just a moment. Then Boomer and Geo right now, Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on what's going on between the Grizzlies and the Lakers. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. I've got about 30 seconds to go before Boomer and Geo take over. What else you got, Al? I just realized, Jerry, today's date, April 20th, 420. Oh, weed day? The freaking weed people will be out. We smoking today? uh, Not today. Although every day is weed day. You go out and you can walk outside your house, outside where you work. It's weed, weed, weed It's also get naked day and walk around with a blanket, as I saw today. Uh, The fellow out front? Uh, was a woman actually? Oh, woman. which I've I've never seen her before. Oh, is that right? She was nude out front, she, right in front of that deli that we like to get food from. Yeah. Not the oatmeal, the cocaine oatmeal. Yeah, the the other deli, the other deli. Okay. Yeah. WFAN, okay. WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD One, New York, always live on the free Odyssey app.